Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The geopolitical world is a mess these days, and yet you wouldn't know from the buoyant stock markets around the world. Interest rates are set to decline as inflation retreats and energy costs return to near normal, despite an ongoing very hot war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, the world is digesting a much weaker Chinese economy and the prospect of the return of Donald Trump to the White House. Let's talk about all of that uh, with Dan O'Brien from the IIEA. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Joe. Dan, can we start with a Donald Trump? Polls suggest that he will win in November. What does it mean for the wider business community, would you say? Uh, I'd say for us here in Europe, it means two things. It means a big increase in insecurity. People might have seen over the weekend that Donald Trump effectively invited Russia to invade NATO countries that uh, don't pay as much for their defense as that, that, that alliance agrees. Huge change that would mean for Europe in terms of taxes, defense spending, threat of widening war. So that's a really, really big shift coming there if that materializes. And then secondly, the trade aspect of it, Donald Trump has promised to slap a 10% import tax on everything that comes into the US at the very least. Uh, Ireland, our biggest single trading partner, the, the country we sell most to is the United States. Uh, so that would certainly have a major impact here. And there would, of course, be retaliation from Europe. Uh, if European imports to the United States are hit with tariffs, uh, Europeans will put import taxes on goods coming from the US. And there's the risk of a trade war, a tit-for-tat type uh, trade war emerging. So plenty to worry about if Donald Trump were to be re-elected. Yeah, the tariffs thing is really interesting um, because it, it appears to be cutting off his nose to spite his face. But he wasn't really politically punished by slapping tariffs on steel products, including from near friends and neighbours at Canada uh, in, his, in his last administration. No, uh, and again, one of the things that you know, has been strange in recent years is when, when, when bad things happen, we would have assumed that more negative things would happen. As you mentioned, a lot of geopolitical instability, yet stock markets and economies doing pretty well. Same thing during Trump's first era, uh, despite the uncertainty, the kind of unprecedented type of uh, a president he was and the trade wars he started with both Europe and a much more serious one with China. Uh, there didn't seem to be, have, there didn't seem to be as much impact as one would have anticipated from those kind of changes. So we're living in a very strange world where, you know, there, there are a lot of risks out there, but a lot of them have not materialized. Not, of course, to say that uh, ones won't materialize uh, in the future. Um, let's move briefly to China. Are you worried about the deflation in China and about the economy slowing down and investment into China also falling? Um, well, people have been betting against China for decades now. Um, and the latest thing was a bit of panic about uh, an inflation reading last month. Um, without going into the, the details of it, the inflation uh, is not, the deflation is not as bad as some of the headlines were making out. In fact, in recent months, prices have actually gone up uh, rather than uh, fall. It's when, when you measure it year on year, it looks very bad, but that's not always the best way to measure inflation. That said, uh, China's got a lot of problems and its government is clamping down on 
the sort of business dynamism that made China such such a success story over the past 30, 35 years. Um, com- foreign companies are exiting or looking to get out of China. Uh, it's it's no longer the great place to do business as it used to be, given given this new political, um, almost totalitarian type of uh, stance the government there is, is taking. So, you know, is it is it possible that that Japan, that that, uh, that China goes Japanese as, as Japan did in nineteen ninety? I think that is increasingly a probability. Although, as I say. Uh, betting against China has been a bad bet for more than three decades. Uh, ironically, Japan is back. <laughs> it's back in economic terms. Let's move closer to home, please, Dan. Um, uh, business journalists are often accused of being doom mongers. Um, but are we enjoying something of a Goldilocks economy at the moment? Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty fair description. If you look at the dashboard of Irish economic indicators, um, things look pretty good. It's there has been a slowdown, um, and that's unsurprising given the incredible headwinds that we've we've faced in this decade so far, uh, and those are the risks that are out there. Uh, interest rates look like they've peaked, um, but these are these these headwinds: the interest rate, the inflation, the war in in uh, in Eastern Europe. All of these things have have pushed. Uh, would have said would have. Sort of, if you had told me t- three or four years ago that we'd have gone through all of this and Europe and Ireland wouldn't have suffered a recession, I would have said, no, impossible. Yet here we are. Uh, so, you know, resi- incredible res- resilience in the Irish economy and the broader European economy uh, as well, I'd say. Uh, I, and dipping into politics, would you say the coalition would be wise to go early for a general election or hold on and enjoy uh, the the economy as it stands? No, oh, you know, it's so difficult. Like whatever about economic predictions these days, you know, four weeks out from the last general election, nobody predicted the outcome. So yeah. very, very difficult to know. So I'm, I'm, uh, I don't think I'd be giving, uh, making, making predictions on uh, or giving political advice um, given all those uncertainties. And is there anything that does worry about the Irish economy, given the fact that things are, are bubbling along nicely now, but there's always stuff uh, on the radar which um, which might upset people? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really, you know, it's very important we don't get complacent. We've had a long period that despite lots of things, you know, COVID, as I say, inflation, interest rates, uh, the economy, we still have very low, low unemployment. Employment is still growing. So, it, you know, it's easy to get complacent given how resilient things have been, how, how many things we've come through. Uh, but of course, there are, uh, uh, there are issues there. You know, energy prices could, could rise again. There could be a widening of the European war, as I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, the, 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 the trade war across the Atlantic, uh, for a year from now, uh, you know, could take its toll. So th- there are plenty of things uh, that could go wrong, as there always are. Uh, but domestically, the domestic economy seems to be reasonably well balanced. And uh, uh, I don't think the source of any serious turndown will be domestic, more it would be international factors. Thanks, Dan. Thanks a million. That's Dan O'Brien from the Institute of International and European Affairs, the IIEA. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.